0: The Rewinder Balls the one you take to bed with you. The haircut and hairstyle that I'm going for today is something that I've been wanting to do for a while. It's a 90s vibe, middle part or curtains, but I also want to be able to part it asymmetrically for something like this here that Brad Pitt used to rock back in the day. Obviously he looks good in anything, so I don't know how this is going to look on me, but I'm excited to see it. Leonardo DiCaprio also had a middle part for a while and so did David Beckham, but theirs was more flat with no volume, and that's not the look that I want to mean, go you,
1: you gotta, gotta
0: slow down,
1: Chris. You, you gotta slow, slow way down. Did you, down. Did you say your name is
0: Jim or Jam? Uh, Jim. Well, it's both, actually. Um, teachers, uh, when we're growing up, you know, they used to always say, hey, you can have this one. He's a real gem. Well, good morning from Calcutta. You gotta slow way down.
2: Full play. women. Women, Ain't they
3: perfect?
0: Not always.
3: Yes, they are. They're Perfect. Don't matter if they're skinny, fat, blonde, or blue. If a woman is willing to give you her love heart, it's the greatest gift in the world. Makes you tall, makes you smart, makes you deep shine. And boy, boil oh boy, the women are perfect. My choice for the vice presidency Senator Dan
2: if you're ever lonely watching television, your troubles may soon be over. That's because finally there's a TV that talks back to you. Kind of. Interactive TV doesn't really speak, but there is a whole lot more give and take than with your average two.
0: You have to be willing to rewatch a movie.
1: All right, so we are back at the airfield here. We've just had the flames uh, in... in um, Howard, Howard Hughes's office. This very dramatic uh, transition, where the music is swelling up, and we see Terry O'Quinn's face through the flames of his fireplace as a reminder. He's tossed Christian Ben very dramatically. He's tossed the blueprints of his uh, the X three onto the fire. You know, telling these government stooges, um, military generals, like, "Sorry, this thing is gone. The dream is Almost over. The dream is over."
3: Sir, I wish you would reconsider. What do we tell the president? Tell him the dream is over. Tell him Howard Hughes said so.
1: And so we are back at the airfield here. And Cliff and PV are informed by Bigelow, who is maybe a mob-adjacent landlord. (laughs) They they are- Seems like a
0: bit of a slumlord. He's got some slumlord vibes.
1: There's something about him that's like, I don't know- Slumlord maybe with a heart of gold. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, I'm not totally sure who he is or who he's affiliated with. I'm just just getting a vibe here. But basically, they're told by Bigelow, who's their landlord, that they are responsible for the oil that was destroyed when Cliff's plane crashed into his fuel truck.
3: What's this 300 gallons here? We don't burn that much fuel in two years, Bigelow. You burned it up in two seconds when my fuel truck went up. The truck's on there, too. It's all on. Hey, 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 I didn't blow up your truck. The guy in the car did, after bouncing off you. Pilots are responsible for a safe landing. You know that. Where are we gonna get this kind of dough, Bigelow? We gotta sell a GB for scrap. I'm sorry, fellas. I hate to kick you when you're down. But business is business. I'm out of pocket
0: here. Played by the great John Polito. Yeah, uh, let's stop there. Let's give legendary not just any lord. This yeah. is
2: like the co. This man is the Coen Brothers' favorite. It's your favorite, my favorite. It's John Polito as Bigelow.
3: Maybe it's only fair to tell you. After you left us, he tried to sell me on a double cross. He says to me, Why don't we double cross you and give you the bump after we get the Schmata? Well, I figure a deal's a deal. You're square with me, you bump the schmata, I hold up my hand. Question the ethics, everything about board. So everybody knows who's a friend, who's an enemy. So the Dane doesn't like you, but he wouldn't cross me. We go back. Of course, there's always that wild card when uh, love is involved. I know Mink is Eddie Dane's boy. I I don't make it that way. There's nothing to worry about. Yeah.
0: Papa, Papa, I got a prize from the scissors. Papa, Papa, I got a prize from the
3: scissors. Papa, Papa, I got a prize from the scissors. Yeah, just a minute. Of course, then there's no. Papa, papa, prize. Shut up! You take a page out of this guy's book. A little less you talk. A little more you think. Kids, you gotta be firm. Anyways, there's no reason not to check things out. If Mink is around, I want you to find him. He can tell us what's what. What's the matter, somebody hit you? What's the matter, aren't we friends anymore? If you find him, I want to talk to him alone. That's the way you get the straight up man to man. Just me, Mink, and my friend Roscoe.
2: You understand what I'm saying? I,
1: I can't describe why I love this guy. He just feels like he's stepped off a comic book page. If you have an affinity and a love for gangsters, mm-hmm. this is the movie, this is really a movie for you. And this guy is straight out of like a Chicago mob or yes. something, you know? Like it's it's just like, He's he's just like might as well just have like the big stogie in the side of his mouth. He's got the mustache and the fedora. He's a stocky little man who has a vest and a tie and this is someone that I aspire to be as a child. Like <laughs> I I wanted to be like a little mob boss. Yeah. Um,
0: like if you thought Howard's like little pencil mustache was like powerful, like that like there are there's a there's a pencil mustache like scale and spectrum. And Bigelow's pencil mustache. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I can't imagine that there's any in the history of movies that it that it can really that can that can top I, it. Like it's in the running for I, greatest. I'm going to
1: put it out there right now. Um, I will jot down this note in editing the podcast. We are going to do a mustache draft for, in the in the bonus episodes we 1000% will do a rocketeer mustache draft I think a
2: mustache draft is almost more interesting than not speaking character draft because there's so many great mustaches in this film but this is one of
1: the great mustaches of the film yeah Uh, it's it's a mustache that is like I said it's 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 a it's a real mobster mob guy mustache uh, and it's it just fits perfectly on uh, on on his upper lip, mm-hmm. uh, on Bigelow's upper lip,
0: and it's a little and, greasy um, and a little sleazy, just little like sleazy. Otis He's Bigelow like a, himself. A little sweaty. He's got
2: the little pocket chain. Mm-hmm. Everything reads about this guy that. His Little interest is
0: vest, yeah.
2: not the best of humanity. His interest is Bigelow and Bigelow's bottom line.
0: Number one, baby. number one is
2: Bigelow. Now, I yeah. think that what I love about this sequence too is usually in an action movie, giant car uh, filled with gas explodes, and you just go, "Ha cool, awesome!" And I love that this actually comes back as like a plot point. That, <laughs> that was yeah. a lot of good gas. Like practically, oh my god, that's a lot of gas. <laughs> so you much have to gas. pay me for that gas. Yeah, listen. Uh, 300 gallons worth meet, of gasoline, yeah. to which Peavy goes, we don't burn that much in two years. And Bigelow says, you burned it in two seconds when my fuel truck went up. Cliff mm. goes, I didn't blow up your truck. The guy in the car did. Bigelow says, yeah, after bouncing off you, pilots are responsible for a safe landing. And you know that. Do I mean, uh, do we think Cliff is kind of responsible for that explosion? Uh, in, in I do mean, you agree with Bigelow at all here?
0: No, definitely not. No. If anyone's responsible, <laughs> it's Peavy for taking the the good luck gum off the tail of the the, the tail fin of the plane, and obviously causing all that to happen. Uh, yep. So it's definitely not a Cliff. Um, but um, maybe this is a good time, though, oh to, to talk about Cliff and specifically Cliff's hair. <laughs> oh, let's do it, Ben. This is the Let's. first time. This is the first time in the film that we're getting a look at um, Cliff's hair in its sort of dry state. Uh, you know, not uh, from. Can
1: you uh, give us a timestamp then? Just because I want to know exactly what you're looking at.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at about eleven thirty-eight. Okay. How should I? How should I say this? Um, Sexually brown, and slowly. The brown, the brown jumpsuit. <laughs> the grease on his face. Um, I wrote in my notes, this might be the hottest a man has ever looked since Stop. Brando in Streetcar I Named Desire. Stop. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, it's... I Listen, I it, it would not be a truthful and honest podcast that you can trust if I didn't express my feelings about... This man. Um, don't want it to get weird. I'm Not trying to alienate anyone. Uh, specific, uh, especially not uh, Billy Campbell himself. Uh, but
1: especially not Ben's wife. I've yeah. got to be yeah,
0: or my yeah. wife, yeah. But I've, yeah, I've yeah. just got to speak from my heart about um, about this beautiful boy.
2: The hair. The hair is reminiscent too. Like somehow it combines the the cleanliness of a a cool 40s haircut, but there is that 90s vibe haircut, which was only, as I I remember seeing this very early on with a little show called Boy Meets World, and it was Ryder Strong had the parted haircut that if you were a 90s boy and some kid came to school with that, you were automatically like that's the coolest kid here. I
0: was meant for this underwater life because I am
3: scuba boy! (laughs)
1: Man, Corey, you are the whitest white boy I have ever
0: seen. Oh, yeah? Let's see what you got. Think I'm afraid to take my shirt off? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Hey, I got nothing to hide. I'm thinking that, too. Yeah, well, let me warn
1: you. I've been working out.
3: I have pumped me up.
0: How come you're wearing a shirt? Well, because otherwise... I look like you evolved to ridicule the human form. Each of our bodies is the master creation of Mother Nature. Well, except for Minkus.
2: <laughs> he was created by Mother Goose.
3: <laughs> Anybody ready for a dip?
2: Yep. I don't, and like I, a curly-haired boy, mm. had no shot for this, ladies and gentlemen. Nope. Do you know how hard it is to see Billy Campbell's hair in a movie with, as a curly-haired boy? Oh, and just knowing God. this can never happen to me. I'm looking at PV's hair, going. That's the best I can do. It's not, I, the <laughs> That's best what I'm I working with. Get, I'm <laughs> working with a PV cut, and you straight-haired folk don't know how good you had it. You could do
1: Between, a Billy. Campbell. I mean, Between, it, yeah. it, there is. I'll, I'll dovetail off. right or Strong. There is some DiCaprio vibes. It's 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 not exactly DiCaprio, but yeah. it's the same sort of world of like. It's Romeo popcorn. and Juliet. It's Romeo and Juliet. From my lips, by thine
2: my sin is purged.
3: And have my lips the sin that they have took?
2: Sin from my lips?
3: Oh, no trespass sweetly urged, give me my sin again.
0: You kiss by the book. I'm gonna th- also throw out John Connor and Terminator 2. Please insert your stolen card now. Will you hurry up? This is taking too long. Go, baby, go, baby, go, baby. All right. Pin number 900. Who'd you learn this stuff from anyway? From my mom, my real mom, I mean. Um, withdraw 300 zero zero bucks. Come on, baby, come on, come on, come on. Yes.
1: Hey, it worked. All right. Easy money. Come on. Yes, yes. This kid.
0: Edward Furlong and T2. I mean... 90s this, this cool kid haircut.
1: Young boy, hot throb, like teen magazine boy. Hey, Randy.
3: Hey, Dad.
0: Great day today.
3: Good dual time?
1: Through the
0: roof. <laughs> um,
2: how's Mom? Mm,
3: not too bad. She finally stopped saying, boys, whatever you do, don't turn out to be like your father.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, this will put her right over the top.
2: Do flowers always work?
0: Yep. Every time I get in trouble, I just call Lou the florist.
2: Well, she gets mad at you so often, you must be on some kind of frequent flower program.
0: <laughs> I'm not only a member, I'm the club president. Yeah, this is the hair of my dreams that I I, would ne- yeah. I could never attain, and it filled me with so much envy and Ugh. lust, perhaps, you could I say. I agree.
2: Meanwhile, me looking at
1: oh that lust of Peavy's hair.
2: <laughs> so
1: yeah, so Cliff has a photo of of his of his girlfriend taped up in his plane. Turns out Ben Craw has a photo <laughs> of Cliff Secord taped up in his bathroom
2: on uh, his bathroom mirror. Yep, which
1: he would run yeah. into a fire to grab if he
2: needed
0: that's, it. That's that's my Mr. Yeah. Luck.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's an incredible se- it's, it's an incredible head of hair. Yeah. Anything else here, Ben? You, uh, on the hair? Uh
0: I mean, not not for right now. Um, oh, I, I oh, think there's
2: I'll one let- more thing I will add is there's a something going on here where like everything is perfectly in place, but they have intentionally left like a few strands to have gravity have fun with. And gravity does work. Like uh, these yeah. little like jostles are just like it adds to the mystique that is Cliff. This yeah. like hotshot avi- aviator daredevil pilot. He moves his head back
0: and forth, just a little, a little ever so the...
2: slightly. It gives you. It also, yeah, it's it's a, a marvelous haircut, and because it seems so
0: casual and effortless, you know, it's but it's just... not. You know, you know, it's cared for.
1: <sighs> All right, so while well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> great if, haircut. If we're talking hair, if I mean, if we're going to be talking hair, yeah, then I, I'm sorry, I need to double down and go back to this. But can we talk about? the lip hair on Bigelow. Just a little bit more specifically. We all get our
0: our space here.
1: The timestamp is 1155. And I am really curious from you guys whether you feel that this is an actual mustache or whether this is glued on. Because this is- Definitely real. It's straight. It's real. It's It's gotta be. I mean, if that's real, that is- like some of the great hair (laughs) lip hair talent will ever see in cinema that's what i'm saying this is this is a right folks it is right on the edge of his lip yeah Mm -hmm. Um, there's not a millimeter of space in between it is it is it is a hair it is a hair outline it is it is just absolutely on the border of the lip yeah. Um,
0: yeah. And perfectly black. Like it could, there is no color that is blacker than that color. And
1: the shape, the shape, I mean, it's so manicured. It's so perfect. Mm. Yeah. It's, and like, it just is there
2: to catch up a little sweat, too. It's like kind of a mop for his face. Like mm-hmm. this is a, because sw- Bigelow, big guy, kind of like a a rotund, portly fella is, is yeah. the way I would describe him. He's not like, he, you know, but like this guy is a, a guy who's constantly using his hat as a fan, like you just mm-hmm. know, like he yeah, oh, he's got
0: a little handkerchief. Egg. He's dabbing himself, you know, three times a minute uh, with that little handkerchief. Uh, and listen, it's hard work. He's a man. He's he's on his feet all day. You know, he's got a whole yeah. airfield that he that he operates that he owns. You know, he's got a flying circus. He's got mechanics. He's got racers. He's got a lot of you know stuff uh on his plate. You know, and he's yeah. got a full three piece suit he's got to wear all day and a fedora. It's, uh, it's not I mean, I could job. work on
1: it for the rest of my life. I could never grow a mustache like this. <laughs> I mean, again, the way it's, it's cared for, uh, the definition, it's so clean. Mm-hmm. It's, it fits so perfectly on this man's face. Yeah. And, it, and he looks like a million bucks. He's, he's again, cleanly shaved. You know, obviously aside from the mustache, cleanly shaved. Yeah. He looks so spiffy. Yeah. And this lip hair just lends him this sense of authority, this sense of, you know commanding the room um we love it and we really understand his status and his place in a way that cliff and his hair and his look really communicates you know yeah status you know cliff you know cliff is covered in grease Mm. you know his hair is sort of again ben you know it's beautiful but like as christian was saying gravity is doing its work Mm -hmm. um with Bigelow, everything is perfect and in place. He'd never have grease on his beautiful manicured skin. Mm. His, he, I mean, he's glowing at all times. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can just sense that he's got that big wad of bills, that money clip in his pocket. Oh, Yeah. He's a wealthy man.
2: Yeah. Also, I don't know. There's something about uh, John Polito's beady little eyes that are also like always great to me. Like he was also great in, you know, the Cohen Brothers uh, movie, The Big Lebowski, as the detective mm-hmm. who's tailing uh, Lebowski, Jeff Lebowski, a.k.a. The Dude. Get out of that Dude. fucking
3: car, man. Get out of that fucking car. Get the fuck out of the car, man. Get out of the fucking Who the fuck are you, man? man. Relax, man. No physical harm intended. Who the fuck are you? Why are you following me around? Come on, fuckhead. Relax, man. I'm a brother Seamus. Brother Seamus? Like an Irish monk? What the fuck are you talking about? My name is Davino. I'm a private snoop like you, man. What? A dick, man. And let me tell you something. I dig your work. Playing one side against the other in bed with everybody is fabulous stuff, man. I'm not... Fuck it, man. Just stay away from my fucking lady friend. Hey, hey, I'm not messing with your special lady. She's not my special lady. She's my fucking lady friend. I'm just helping her conceive, man. Uh, hey, man, I'm not... Who are you working for? Lebowski? A huh, Jackie Treehorn? The Knutsons? The What the fuck are the Knutson's? The the Knutson's, it's a wandering daughter job. Bonnie Lebowski, man. Her real name is Fawn Knutson. Her parents want her back, see? Jesus fucking Christ. Crazy, eh? Ran away about a year ago. The canute just told me I, I should show her this when I found her. It's the family farm. It's outside of Moorhead, Minnesota. They think it'll make her home. Like
2: safe. this guy's like kind of like always playing a little bit of like a paparazzo. That he's just mm. like, he plays this like a disgusting paparazzo. Yeah, he's a bit of a worm. A worm. He's a like he's a, he's a not, worm. he knows his place in society is right. Like,
0: he's a shameless worm. That's the he's thing. A he owns this. He owns it. So he's like a self-identified
1: worm. He's, yeah. like, I'm a worm, you know a worm, I'm a worm. He's, I'm a worm. He's I'm, proud of Annie's like worm. At it. He's really yeah. good. let's not pretend I'm anything other than a worm. Pay me. I'm yeah, a worm. Yeah. and look he, at
0: where it got him. He's a, he's a tycoon of of aeronautics. He's a wealthy
1: worm. Yes. He's one of the great worms. Yeah. Um and he's like, a what
0: a
2: worm. kingpin worm. Kingpin worm. And he he immediately worms this scenario with the 300 gallons of gas. He's foisting his problem on two people that don't have two nickels to their name. Yeah. And yes. so, and then he worms it by saying like Ah, I hate to kick you when you're down, but business oh, is business. Yeah. I'm out of pocket. <laughs> exactly
0: right now. what
3: he's course, doing.
2: Of course, I could always use the old clown act. Pilots are responsible for a safe landing, you know that.
3: Where are we going to get this kind of dough, Bigelow? We got to sell a GB for scrap. I'm sorry, fellas. I hate to kick you when you're down, but business is business. I'm out of pocket here. Of course, I uh, could always use the old clown act. We don't do the clown act no more. Peavy, Peavy. wait, it's, it's worth 15 bucks a shot. 10 bucks a shot, five bucks goes towards your bill. Think it over, boys. See it my way or see me in court. Uh, the clown suit is in the storeroom, First shows at
2: nine. Don't be late. Oh my God, that is a worm move.
1: Bigelow makes an offer here, right? He says basically, if the guys are, if Cliff is willing to perform in a cl- in this clown show, he'll put five to ten dollars from each performance towards their debt. Is that the ba- the basic idea here, Christian?
2: Yeah, yeah. He's he's going to pay down their debt with the old clown act. And the way Polito plays this to me is so reminiscent of Seinfeld's Newman.
3: So I saw Newman as I was leaving, but he didn't see me. <coughs> Hello Newman.
2: That Newman is always kind of conspiring plans and is Jerry's enemy. And I just think yes. like the way he even offers this, he's like, course, I could always use the clown the old clown act. Yeah. He, la- he like, lays his little bait out
0: there, knowing full well like I've got these guys the over gl- a barrel.
1: That's such a great reference. He is straight. This is a it's a character straight out of Seinfeld. Like yeah. This guy, 1000% is like a old school New Yorkie guy that runs a laundromat. Yes. Yeah. And like,
2: yeah. look at the joy in the way he reads the line. Of course, I could always use the old clown this act. This is like, what
0: he lives for. Uh, this is like, his joy. These little yes. wheel, what a freak. wheeling what and dealing. What a freak. Yeah. Yeah
2: classic projection when he says i hate to kick you when you're down he's like mm-hmm.
1: i love to kick you when literally you're down. that's your worm dream is to kick me when i'm down
0: yeah and um, when and when cliff says um, you know of course pv initially is like nah, we don't do that anymore you know he doesn't want to go back to the clown act days but uh, cliff is like well you know it's worth 15 bucks a shot and without missing a beat uh uh Bigelow goes 10 bucks a shot 5 bucks goes toward your bill like he was like waiting for this negotiation to mm-hmm. to to like begin and he knew exactly where he was going it's like, like yeah, this is literally got, what got he was for this is yeah. his joy his his pride and passion and it's what got him to where he is today which is the owner of you know Bigelow uh you know uh, what is the uh, aeronautical corp? Um, yeah, yeah.
2: At eleven forty-eight, forty-nine, when he also says, "It's like I hate to kick you when you're down, but business is business." I'm out of pocket here. As he does this, he kind of rubs
1: his belly like a greasy, like <laughs> yes,
2: he gives it just gestures. like a little, a little gesture where he like yeah, it fills his design. tummy. He's
1: rubbing his tummy. Yeah,
2: he <laughs> fi- it fills his tummy oh to watch. Him like devour another person, like <laughs> he knows rub. it. The tummy <laughs> oh rub is is so delightful and like <sighs> subtle. Uh, that... It's like oh. job of the Hut.
1: <sighs> yeah, of it's,
2: it's the just Hutt. Like... It's just it's of the Tummy it's, Rub. It's is so really comfortable.
0: Yes, and we... his little dimples like deepen, and a little little like glimmer in his, his eye comes out.
2: A, he he plays it like I, I'm a bad little boy. I'm bad little boy doing <laughs> yes. bad little boy things. Like he does, he gets oh just
1: a bad little boy. It's oh. big Oh time God. bad little boy energy
0: <laughs> so might as well guys... bat his eyelashes when yeah he's like, yes. yeah like, only a guy like Bigelow would see a whole truck full of gasoline explode in flames and think, oh, this is an <laughs> this opportunity. This is an opportunity. This is an opportunity, yeah, is an can, opportunity to get my this. clown
1: kink on. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, it's Chris. I to take a quick break here to remind you that The Rewindables is now on Patreon. If you love what we do and love what we make and you want to help us keep this podcast independent and ad-free, obviously, it's just a labor of love for all of us. You can help us out by going over to patreon.com slash the rewindables, patreon.com slash the rewindables. There are three different tiers of membership, each with different perks. It's the simplest and easiest way to support all the movie deep dive podcasts that we create becoming a patreon gets you all sorts of perks with bonus podcasts and content about the
2: rocketeer and i was sitting there eating a cupcake and i look up and i was like is that rosebud from citizen kane and yes it was <laughs> <With In> the- <laughs> office, he just has rosebud <laughs> you also
1: get access to swish fm plus which is the irreverent basketball deep dive podcast that I do with Ben. So if you're in a position to help, head over there. It's greatly felt and appreciated. Patreon.com slash The Rewindables. You sign up, you'll get a private podcast feed where all the bonus content with the uh, free episodes will be delivered every week. Patreon.com slash The Rewindables. Now back to the show. You guys, I feel like are more historians with the period than I am. So can you explain just for the audience a little bit about the clown show what so like is this like a common thing that would happen this is like a a clown show with airplanes basically
0: i mean yeah pretty much i'm not i'm not a a deep historian of of the you know kind of air shows that went on in the in the 20s and 30s but but yeah similar to the the barnstorming stuff that we touched on in an earlier episode like yeah it was a big thing um you know in the in the 20s and 30s to have have these like air circus shows you know and and people you know uh obviously like movie theaters existed but beyond that there wasn't a lot of live entertainment um i guess you know there was college football and stuff like that but in terms of like things for people to go out and see um it was a major attraction uh that that you know people would pay money for for tickets uh to show up in these stands and uh watch these airplane shows and yeah, sometimes they would do, you know, just kind of like some feats of speed or maybe a loop-de-loop or something like that, but then as they grew uh and became more popular, you know, you add more attractions, you add, you know, add some some clowns. It's make a whole circus. It's literally like a, you know, maybe some animals, whatever, like the more death-defying the better, you know, anything that to to you know, thrill the crowd uh or amuse So it's the a crowd. flying circus. Like, a, like, yeah, like circus literally clowns clowns in the sky. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was any different it, gimmicks and
2: it was anything to get attention. I mean, uh, a great film that we will talk about later. That kind of also speaks to this era is a great film called The Great Waldo Pepper, mm-hmm. uh, which is a Robert Redford film about a stunt pilot in the twenties who was doing these barnstorming slash uh, circuses of the twenty and like what the lengths that people would go to to get attention. Cause again, like this is all coinciding with the great depression. So yeah. things are pretty much objectively terrible for everyone across the United States. And there's very little to look forward to. And what's kind of incredible is like these pilots would just go to town to town land and say, Hey, Hey, Everything stinks, but for five bucks, you can get in this plane and fly. Yeah. and can escape everyone your was miserable
0: like, existence and, yeah. and live this fantasy for a few minutes. For with a these few airplanes. minutes.
2: And this was true for basically a decade that these shows would go. And I learned from one of the books I was reading that, yeah, I mean, Southern California used to do this. And like some of these events drew a quarter million spectators that would come to see daredevils <laughs> flying Easy. around just doing crazy stuff. Um, yeah. Also, fun fact that we're going to learn Jenny Blake. And I don't know if this is like why her name is Jenny in the film, because what's interesting is in the comic book, the character is Betty. In this movie, it's Jenny. And one of the most famous aircrafts of this era was called the Curtis JN-4D, which is popularly popularly known as the Jenny. I don't know if that's why her character got changed was to Jenny. Wasn't it
0: the Jenny? I thought it was
2: the Jenny. Nope. Jenny. Jenny. There's oh, really? a... Yep. There's a... The, the plane and if it's if i'm wrong full corrections episode but i'm gonna double down on it it's jenny but anyways i think like yeah uh, this era what people just didn't have anything else to look forward to and hell yeah some daredevils small were, pleasures yeah small pleasure mm-hmm. yeah
0: Sorry, oh, sorry one last thing to just to put a little bow on on uh, bigelow is just to just to seal the deal he says the last thing he says is
3: think it over boys see it my way or see me in court uh, the clown suit is in the storeroom. First shows at nine. Don't be late.
0: Think it over, boys. See it my way, or see me in court. <laughs> and then, without God. even missing a beat, he goes, "The clown suit is in the storeroom. First shows at nine. Don't be late." So he, like, he walks out knowing, like, I won. I got, I got him. Like, there's no, there's like argument negotiations over i i won this
1: yeah and the camera the camera is set up behind him and you we just see him sort of waddling into his car his big posterior just sort of like waddling towards the car and and he's climbing in and it's just perfect yeah. i mean it's it's again it's like we are learning the audience really has the pov and has the sort of identifies with the hero of the film right cliff and it's like what we are seeing is like this worm's ass (laughs) and it's like, right. That is, that is our destiny. Like we are, we are, our destiny is that we are taking orders from this worm man as he waddles (laughs) into his car. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and we see
2: like their way of life is destroyed. Like, they turn back to the plane and it is honestly bandaged in the same way that Wilmer was bandaged, uh at yeah. twelve eighteen. The back we, we know that they
0: blew up the GB, so all they have left is this old hunk of like rusted junk.
2: Yeah, this hunk of junk, which literally look at the bandage at 1218 on the back part of the oh. plane. That's the same way that they had bandaged Wilmer earlier, just like giant yeah. <laughs> sheet around it. <laughs> like, yeah, there's like pet pa- patches pieces everywhere. Of tape and yeah,
0: this piece of fabric and, like, will cover cloth. up the hole in the fucking fuselage. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah sure, that's safe. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: for just sure. And they're like, yeah.
2: That. And they're basically saying the show starts at. Uh, First show's at 9 and they they look over at the plane they're going to have to use for it. <laughs> it looks like that.
1: Yeah. They're uh, blowing dust off it. Just <laughs> big plumes of like dust coming off of it. And Cliff, you know, again sort of takes out a photo of Jenny and sticks it in the cockpit. Right. He's just sort of accepting He's like, like yeah, "All right, yeah, this is it, my fate. This, this is it this, this is what I'm going to have to do." Like this is how we're going to have to dig ourselves out of this hole. He hops into the cockpit, you know, just to sort of like, all right, you know, like, I guess we're going to do this. He hops in the cockpit, and he stumbles upon this package. Well, he sits
0: right on it. Lousy nickel, Mercer.
3: Well, neck. Good thinking, Clifford. You just sent us back about four years. Plus which, Miss Mabel over here is a flying coffin. You said so yourself. Phoebe, she never let us down before. Besides, I'll go real easy on her. Number five, pissing his shot, nothing left of her but spitting bailing wire. I could fly a shoebox if it had wings, Pete. Ow! What? What's the matter? I don't know. There's something under the seat.
2: He doesn't just hop into... Like, hopping, he does it in such a cool way that he, like... Plunks mm. both hands and, like, gets both legs
1: in over... Yeah, does not
0: double foot hop Double foot
1: the, hop, just the pure door. cool, pure Doesn't cool. Doesn't open the
0: door. I don't know if there is a door to it's this cockpit. It's a bit
1: like... I don't know if this means anything to you guys, but as you guys grew up in the suburbs or, like, maybe, like, the country a little bit. Sure. But, like, when I was a kid, if you were a badass, you hopped a fence. Oh, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Class, right? Yeah. It has... It has that energy of, like, kind of throwing your feet over the side of something mm-hmm, and just, yes. like, hopping on in. It means
2: yeah. that you're, like, athletic enough to do that.
1: Like yeah, it's a I gymnastics was not, move.
2: I, a junior
1: PV. a junior PV couldn't do that. <laughs> you were also a bit of a renegade, a bit of a bad boy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because you were entering a sort of guarded off thing, mm-hmm. and, sa- and you were just kind of like, yeah, fuck it. There are no rules. Like, I can just hop a fence. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he hops into the plane like, like a real rebel bad boy Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and he uncovers this package, this confidential secret package. And of course we, we remember that this was the, the pack, the package that the mobsters were hiding from the FBI.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wilmer thinking quick on, on his feet, stashed this thing, uh, you know, in, in favor of the, uh, of the vacuum cleaner that he swapped it out for. So he, you know, very... Uh, uh you know alertly uh hit it away in the closest thing he could find which was this old plane thinking ah no one's gonna be using this thing probably for a while this you know old rusted hunk of junk held together with uh chicken wire and spit or whatever um so he threw it in there in the uh and
1: ben it's in it's in like a canvas pouch yeah like it's pv's duffel
0: bag yeah yeah
3: ow what what's the matter i don't know There's something under the seat That's my duffel bag. What do you got in there? I don't know, but it's heavy. Here, Peef, clean that table off. All right.
2: The reveal here is, again, expert, expert design Uh, choice. Because everything, again, we've already mentioned this once, but everything in this shot is like, Taupe, tan, yellow, brown, yep. everything. And then they old and rusted and broken old and too. Gross like everything and is
0: like you're so like kind of like dispirited and depressed and kind of yep. like bummed out about the fate of these of these two guys. And it seems like there's they got no alternative. They got nothing that can that can rescue them from this situation.
2: And they open the package and slide it down and it reveals oh. The most gorgeously designed <laughs> little <Okay>. engine <laughs> jetpack. Oh, my, oh god. my god! This this is a, the, our next character
1: <laughs> reveal. A little uncomfortable. This is
2: our character <laughs> reveal. Like I'm
1: fanning myself. Yeah. Ben had Ben Eclipse hair. Christian has a pack.
2: You, you have,
0: have to be, be willing, willing to, to re-watch, rewatch a movie. movie.
1: Slow